Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of Walk On Radio and Humph. It's kind of a, it's a special day for us. We're recording this on Tuesday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Star Wars, two big fans of it. So before we start everything, Humph, how you feeling? And uh, let's talk a little bit of Star Wars. I want you to tell me your favorite Star Wars character and your favorite Star Wars movie. Well, Dalton, I'm great, first off. Uh, but in the theme of Star Wars, and you know, you said it best, you and I are, are definitely two nerds when it comes to Star Wars. But uh my favorite, my favorite movie is personally, uh, and I know you know if you're an old head and you're listening to this and you're a Star Wars person, you probably like the original three, and I love those. But Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, is is definitely my favorite Star Wars, uh, and I I'd have to say that my favorite character is uh, is Anakin Skywalker. Oh man, what a great pick! Of course, the, a lot of people say the Chosen One. We don't know that. That's a different story for a different conversation. Mine's Chewbacca. I've always been a fan of him. He's my guy. It's my mom's favorite character by far. She's favorite a big, movie. big Star Wars fan. You know, of course, Revenge of the Sith is a, is a great one. I kind of was a fan of the newer ones, the sequels, a lot of controversy behind that. You know, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, even The Last Jedi. There's a couple of them, but uh, Star Wars, we love it. We're going to get some more into that. We're going to have a little game we're going to do with it. But uh, we have some more important news to get out of the way, and that's FCS playoffs and Humph. You know, we had a really big game against the Kings of FCS football, North Dakota State. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil it for people that don't know. Most people oh, saw know. what happened. They know. It was all over Twitter. They know. Trending for a little bit. Trending, yeah. Barstool Sportsbook had us on. Uh, ESPN College Football had us on there. So, Humph, why don't you tell the people what happened and talk to me about the game against the North Dakota State Bison. Dalton, down go the champs. Wow. The Bearcats have dethroned the bison for 2020 2021 uh what a just what a historic win i mean you talk about dynasties uh you know alabama you know they haven't done what north dakota state has done so you know if you're if you're familiar with the fbs and the and the run that alabama has been on multiply it by 10 and that's what north dakota state has done they've won 8 out of the last 9 national championships including 3 in a row uh and I think they've made like 11 semifinal appearances in a row or something, something crazy. Mm-hmm. And we just beat them in the quarterfinals. Uh, and, I mean, golly, Dalton, what a – and I, I've already noticed it. You know, I've, I've been to a couple places in town and, and, you know, I'll have a football shirt on or something like that. And, and it's obviously a big deal to the people of Huntsville, to the people that are fans of Sam Houston State football. And, and I mean – God, what a what a what a time to be a Bearcat, Dalton. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Of course, we got to shout out the Cat Cage and all the people that came out to Bowers. It was rocking. It was really loud. The loudest I've ever heard it. I, so I saw a tweet actually. I think maybe it was from Cat fans, our our, our friends at Cat fans. They said it could it could possibly have been the greatest uh, fan game. In, in Sam Houston State football history. I mean, it was rocking. I know that we, we were paying attention to how the tickets were being sold, th- sold throughout the week. And uh, it, it showed that the student tickets, they had, you know, uh, 500 free ones. Yep. And they were gone pretty quickly. So they said, okay, we'll give another 500. Those were gone. So people wanted to come to this game. And I know the first, you know, in the first drive, we got a, a fumble recovery. Uh, they they stripped the tight end. Oh, I was electric. And, and the first right away, the crowd was going crazy. They stayed in the whole game. The the crowd was cheering the whole time. And man, it was a really fun game. And it was hot. I mean, it was the weather was was definitely Texas weather. Obviously, we're playing in the spring season, so you know normally you'd be at this time of the the season it'd be it'd be freezing. Uh, but it's hot, and so I you know I know that we we appreciate 
how engaged and how awesome the fans were that they they you know they stayed the the length of the game. Yeah, shout out Texas for doing its part yeah. in college football, yeah. making it hot, keeping it hot. And I know this week is going to be another hot one. So Texas, they want us to win too. Texas football do, is something do you different. Think? Uh, the game went really well. Defense, defense had a great game. A lot of people were worried with the North Dakota State running game versus our defense. They said, this is your time to show yourselves in the Missouri Valley team. Well, uh, you know, we had a couple special team errors. But other than that, the defense almost put up a goose egg. Well, and, and you know, props to the defense because, you know, all year Sam Houston's defense has been so good. It's been nationally ranked, you know, all these rushing uh, rushing, you know, accolades with being top five, top three, top one, whatever. But everyone, you know, kind of put the asterisk by it that ah, you know, they're they're playing in the softland. They're you know they're they're in a weak conference. They're in a they're in a throwing conference. You know, so there there is no running. Well, um, obviously that turned out turned out to be a, a bit of an eat crow situation, and, and you know the Missouri Valley. Haters, you know, I saw Criswell, he tweeted about it. He said that all the Missouri Valley fans uh, that have been in my mentions all year, what do we have to say now? Uh, Sam Houston State defense is uh, is legit, to say the least. Yeah, they're the big deal. North Dakota State, and uh, I talked about it before in the last episode, I, I did enjoy watching their offense. A lot of fullbacks in the game, a lot of tight ends in the game. It was a really a really old-school style football with some new school in it. But talking about the defense, also Sam Houston State's offense. We were able to get it done. Noah Smith had a lot of catches, a lot of runs. Eric Schmidt doing his thing. And uh, we had a certain player that wanted to get a shout-out. I was talking to him today. So, of course, got to give him a shout-out. Cody Crest, Cody one of our Crest. receivers, transferred from Harvard. He's uh, He's been a rock for the receiving core. Yeah. We've had, we have Leads a couple the people, team in receptions, I believe. Yeah, a couple people banged up in the receiving core. Cody's always been there getting it done. So, shout-out Cody. He's doing a great job for the team. But, man, talk to me about Eric Schmidt and the offense. You know, he kind of had a, a rough game against Monmouth, but he was able to bounce back and have a good game. Well, first off, I don't know if it was an Eric Schmidt rough game, Monmouth. I think the offense had a rough game. It wasn't wasn't our best outing, but we got the job done and we scored more points than the other team. This week, this week we were firing on on all cylinders. You know, we didn't put up forty points like we have, you know, in in, in conference play, but that's not going to happen in the quarterfinals, Dalton. I mean, we're we're playing against the defending national champs. The goal is to just score more points than them and play cleaner than them, and you can check the box on both of those. Uh, I mean. You know, no turnovers. Uh, you know, what's the what's the stat that Coach Cardi always tells us? Uh, with like zero turnovers, Sam Houston has won like ninety nine games in a row, or so, or ninety nine out of a hundred, or something something ridiculous. Uh, but you know, I think if we play clean football, we we have the defense, we have the players on offense that that it's going to be really really tough to beat us. But I want to talk about Eric Schmidt for a second. If if watching Eric Schmidt this last game uh, didn't uh, didn't show you what you needed to see that uh, he got he, he kind of got jibbed on the whole Walter Payton award list uh, finalist thing then I you know I don't know what else he can do because he I mean he he, he played he played like the best player in the country in, in my opinion you know that last drive uh, the catch oh which, my goodness which by the way pretty witty tweet coming from <laughs> me with uh, you know Sam Houston football coined it as the catch uh, and I coined it as the catch with 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 k-a-t put it on t-shirt put that's definitely t-shirt worthy (laughs) uh but props to ife day i mean what a what a career play for for a guy that you know we we've put a lot on uh at the receiver position but eric schmidt i mean 
He, he just he, it just kind of looked like it looked like like John Elway or something. Like I'm not gonna lose this game. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Sam Houston. I'm gonna put Huntsville. I'm gonna put Texas on my back. I'm not losing this game. And I will tell you what, Dalton, we're talking here talking about the defense. When Eric Schmidt scored on that last drive to go up by four, we weren't we weren't gonna lose. I mean, it wasn't gonna happen. I just I know they're North Dakota State. I know that that they're the champs. I know that you know they don't lose playoff games, but. I had so, so much confidence in our defense. I, I mean, I felt really good going into the last final three minutes. There were a lot of key players in this game. and Another group of people I want to talk about that did a really good job was our offensive line. Oh, Co- Coach Rogers and our O-line, there's been a lot of injury struggle, and we, we always seem to lose somebody during the game. Somebody will come in. But, man, they were playing such a big defensive line of North Dakota State. They were able to do their job. We have Colby. We have Princeton. We have Eliasa. We have Ethan. We have Moses. And we have everyone else that needs to jump did, in. Diari. I don't know. I, I, think I no. don't think so. I think I heard no. And uh, that's I mean, unbelievable. We have a true freshman playing tackle right now, and he's doing a great job. So shout out to the offensive line and Coach Rogers and Ramon Jefferson as well, running like crazy, running people over, jumping over everybody to get <laughs> into the end zone. But like you said, at that last drive at the end with the defense, I knew they were going to be able to stop them. And that fourth play, the fourth down play, when I saw the ball sail and I knew it was over, it was a crazy feeling. It, it was something that uh, it was weird, but uh, I knew I had so much confidence in, in our team, and I knew we were going to get it done. So great win, but of course we move on because we ain't done yet. Huh? We ain't done yet. We still it's, playing. It, okay, I want to talk about the whole we ain't done yet. Thing. Oh my! I've been I've been seeing people use that a lot, and I want it to be known that 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 came from Dalton Meyer and, and Ryan Humphreys from Walk On Radio. Don't 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 let it get don't let it get twisted when you see people use that, see people tweet that. That we need to trademark that. I mean, shout out Sam Houston for taking advantage of, of our quote, and that's fine. It, use it all you want, but I, I mean, I mean, you can put a little a little quote at walk on point, radio. At what point is walk on radio's logo like in the stadium or something? I, I mean, mean, I mean, me, me and Keeler have talked about <laughs> the redhead red zone. If, if I if I get a touchdown, the redhead red zone sponsored by Walk On Radio. This is a couple of things we're cooking up, but uh, yeah, we ain't done yet. And it, it's real. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. So, Hump, of course, we have our, our next game, our preview. And uh, North Dakota State's number one, where there's a number two in FCS all the time, and that's James Madison. They yep. were the number one ranked team this year. They were seeded a little bit lower and then made them upset. And we've kind of dogged on them throughout the season. We, we've said a lot of things <laughs> about it. Now we're here. But they have proved themselves time and time again, and here they are in the semis against Sam Houston State. And uh, you know, you know, despite what we said, James Madison, they are a great team. They are very, very balanced on offense and defense. They have a great running game. They have a young freshman receiver that is balling, a quarterback that is doing his thing. So, give me your preview on this game. Of course, we're not going to pick them. We pick Sam Houston always. A trip to the national championship, something we've dreamed of our whole life. But talk to me about James Madison and how excited you are for this matchup because. North Dakota State is your Alabama, but there's also, you know, your Clemson, and that's James Madison. I, I would say that this is more like an Ohio State, personally. Just just because here's the thing. They've gone, but it's not like they've really beaten North Dakota State either. I mean, they beat them, they, they beat them in the semifinals uh, in 16, I believe. They beat them in the semifinals in 16, go on to win the national championship. Uh, but... You know, I know they're going to have kind of that that aurora of of our uh, James Madison. You know, we go to the national championship a lot, but it's not it's not the same animal as North Dakota State. And, and you know, you can say uh, whatever North Dakota State they're a little down this spring, blah blah blah, whatever. They're still North Dakota State, and they had that they they just had that 
I don't know. It was just you could feel it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They just had it. They had they it. had like an aura around them. They had it, the it factor. Uh, and I think James Madison is going to come into Huntsville with with a bit of swagger. Uh, they you know their fans have already been chirping on Twitter. Um, I mean, they've been talking noise. They've, they've called us soft Houston all week, and and that's fine. That's great. It's all fun and games with with the fans. That that doesn't impact the game at all. Um, I think they are a different team than North Dakota State. I think they're athletic. I think uh, I think they have the been there done that factor. I think they have big big uh, big guys on the line. I think they have playmakers. Uh, what concerns me with them, and and now I'm going to say this, and I said the same thing about Monmouth, and Monmouth was really good. Uh, but I'm gonna, what concerns me with James Madison is their very 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 weak schedule this season. I mean, it was the whole it was the whole purpose of of the hashtag from Walk On Radio behind uh, Stop Ranking JMU Number One, and, and that was their strength of schedule because it was so bad. Uh, now they can only beat who they, who who is in front of them, okay? And they've done that. They've won seven games. They're seven to zero, and and that's that's really not on them. They can't, they don't decide who they play, um, but. Very, very weak schedule. Um, I'm not going to say a weak road to the Final Four, uh, but I don't I don't know that Virginia military is as good as Monmouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be, uh, be careful. Okay, but jokingly, you... you yeah, I, of course. I know what you They're, they're not as good as Monmouth. If EMI played Monmouth, it's probably a Monmouth Mama's win to move that. on. I, really, I mean, I think Monmouth wins pretty handily. But North Dakota, you know, they handled them pretty well. It was... It was I, North Dakota didn't look like they had a lot of... I don't know, spazzazz in that game. It kind of, they kind of just, we'll talk about it later, but, you know, they played North Dakota, beat them by 13, I believe, give or take. Well, North Dakota got beat by 21 in North Dakota State. And so, you know, I know that, that that's, not a, that's not a deciding factor at all. Uh, but my point is, is that Sam Houston's strength of schedule is far greater than James Madison. Now, that is no knock on James Madison. They are going to be ready to play. They're in the Final Four for a reason. And at this point, if you're still playing, if you still have games, you are an elite, elite program. Yeah, final four. There's only four teams left. James Madison to come into Huntsville with a chip on their shoulder, like you said. They were very, they were upset about the third seed in the playoffs. Yep. You know, being ranked the whole year and then being below us. So they have, a, they're going to come with a little swagger, like you said. Uh, it's going to be a fun game, a trip to the national championship, like you said. Um, how, how do you feel about all this? We talked about it last week playing North Dakota State, but now we're one game away from a national championship. Have you soaked it all in? Has it really hit yet? Uh, just give me your overall opinion about everything going on with the playoffs. Well, Dalton, um, you know, you and I have done Walk on Radio for 39 episodes, and it's been great. I've loved every second of it. Uh, you know, it's it's been a fun ride. You know, we've gotten to have some good relationships with people through social media, people, people in town talking about Walk on Radio. We even hear people yell walk on radio at the games randomly which is pretty cool for me <laughs> uh but you know we started this and and you know you and i put a lot of we we, we put a lot of time and a lot of effort into the fcs spring season because we felt that with with the fcs being in the limelight being prom time that that we could we could do a great job of covering it and and really you know make it fun well, Dalton, you and I optimistically, you know, obviously before the season, we we're like, ah, you know, Sam Houston National Championship, that'd be awesome. And it would be awesome. But eight games ago, that was a dream. We're, we're, we're one win away from the National Championship, and that, that could not be a better feeling. All the time and effort we've put in, you know, with working out, with, with practices, with COVID, with meeting, with, with, you know, this didn't just start this semester. You know, we've been going at it hard since June. 
Uh, and, and, and actually, let me go farther than that. We've been going hard at it for three years at Sam Houston State. This isn't something that just happened overnight. Um, you know, you and I came in in the same, the same recruiting class, and, and, you know, we talked about this. This is something, you know, every college football player talks about this. They dream about this, winning, winning and playing at the highest level uh, and whatever that may be, D3, D2, FCS, FBS, the NFL, whatever. The ultimate goal is the championship, and the facts are we are one win away from having that opportunity, and I think that that is, that is truly, truly special, Dalton. Yeah, Humph, we're not lying when, when we named our podcast Walk On Radio because we really did start from the very bottom. You know, my first number on this team, we talked about this in the first episode, I was negative 10. <laughs> yeah. I went from negative 10 to 101 to 49 to 27. Oh, I was even 45 hey, at one time. Hey, I suited out. I suited out my true freshman year. Uh, I got scout team player of the week, and, and that, that player got sued out. And my first college game ever, I suited out as number 45. <laughs> yeah. And then and then your big play freshman year, you had 84. 84. Yeah. Jersey was too big on yeah. you. Yeah, extra large. I look goofy. <laughs> I, look, I, look like the, I look like the kid that that got moved up from JV to play a crappy varsity game, <laughs> and they let him go in and block one yeah. play. So we really started from the bottom, <laughs> and we've always talked about this, and it's really cool that, that we have an opportunity to be there, and we're really close. We're one game away. And you talk about being on the limelight. We forgot to mention this. Oh, yeah. Our game yeah. is going to be broadcasted on ABC. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's really cool. Oh, you know, we, we've been preaching it, putting FCS on, on, the, on, the, on the air, on the TV, and now we're on ABC big time. Yeah. A lot of people are going to watch us, and it, it's very exciting. One, one, one game away. And everything we've worked in for. And I remember we started this podcast when the fall season got canceled for us. And then I remember in our first episodes, in our first couple, I would ask you every episode, you know, is there a chance spring gets canceled? Are we not going to have a playoffs? Are we not going to have a national championship? We saw people opting out when Montana, Montana State first opted out. I kept asking you, well, is everyone going to follow suit? Are we nervous? You said, don't panic. We're going to be fine. We're going to have a national championship. I know that for sure. And uh, we're close. There's four teams left, and Sam Houston State is one of them. It's a really big deal. Don, I want to ask you a question. You, you actually, and I just thought of this, uh, but you talked about the spring season getting canceled. And one of the big uh, driving forces behind that thought was, is it too much football in a calendar year? You know, you play, you play your spring schedule, and we're going to turn around and play a fall schedule. And my it's funny that well, this is what I'm about to say because this was always my example. My um, naysay to that was, would you trade a couple more games and a short rest time? Uh, would you trade that for a national championship? And I said the answer is absolutely yes. I will trade. I, I will trade one month or two months off before we start back up again for the fall for the opportunity to play in a national championship game. And I and I I'd be willing to say that that any athlete would say the same thing. And now that we're here, Dalton, do you agree or disagree with that? I agree. I, I think everything was kind of worth it. Now, of course, in the fall season, we, we might have a month or two where we're a little beat up because we've been playing so long now being in playoffs. But it's worth it. This experience was worth it. And we've talked about it episodes before. This gave a lot of people a chance to play that didn't have a chance. So all the freshmen that this year doesn't count. And even for us, we get a year that does not count. So, of course, it was worth it to play. And uh, and especially now that we won the conference, we're going to get a ring regardless. Now we're competing for a national championship. 
you know, I have no regrets at all. I'm glad we did it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like teams that opted out early, they definitely regret it. I know uh, SFA, they opted out in the spring. They probably regret seeing their rival in, in the final four for the playoffs and not having a chance to, to play us. So uh, I think other teams regret not doing it. I think it was a great idea for us to play in the spring. It was a chance to get FCS to go out there and show themselves and uh, gear up for the fall because I think people watched this and they said, okay, well, the fall's coming. North, I saw when we beat North Dakota State, everyone's like, well, wait till the fall. Montana, Montana State, they'll wait for the fall. Well, you know, Montana didn't play this spring, so this national championship, it doesn't count. Apparently, That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but everyone's saying, wait for the fall. It's going to be different in the fall. Now people are going to be tuning in for that's the fall. That's great, though. That's awesome. And that's, that's exactly what, this, what we want in the spring. We want people to get our names out there. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity. And I'm glad, you know, everyone stayed the course and, and we stuck with doing it. I mean, Dalton, I don't want to look too far into the future, but let's just be hypothetical here. Okay, whatever. We we win this weekend, win next weekend, or don't. Whatever. Sam Houston versus North Dakota State uh, in a potential playoff game next fall. Man. Boy. Boy. That will be something. And I mean, so the games we have on our fall schedule. Oh, yeah. UCA. Oh, they're yeah. going to come in saying, well, we beat State. you last year. Jacksonville or last, State. Yeah, two years ago. Jacksonville State. Northern Arizona wants yep. to upset us. A yep. lot of teams are going to be coming for us. The chip's going to be on our shoulder. And, and the fact that, that we're going to an entirely new conference. Oh, yeah. I mean... And think, not hey, not even just the WAC, the WAC A Sun Challenge. How pumped do you think the WAC is that we're still in? I oh, bet man. they are fired up. They are very happy. I bet they're fired up. And let me tell you, I think one of our bigger games, and, and normally it's an opponent that we beat all the time, but it's a cool little venue. The Battle of the Piney Woods, I know, is going to be rocking next year, Dude, no matter what. That, and that's funny you say that. I had a conversation with somebody today about that. Here's all I mean, A, we didn't have it la- this last year. Okay. B, Sam Houston is is at worst a Final Four team, but potentially a national champion. Okay. Uh, on another note, Sam Houston, or excuse me, Stephen F. Austin is getting better. They're 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 becoming a a more formidable foe, and so oh, and the fact that in the fall things are going to be a hundred percent capacity, so we could see some record numbers in attendance for uh, the Battle of the Piney Woods at NRG oh, this, yeah. this year. I don't know if you saw, but Coach Carthel, head coach of SFA, he came to the game, and he even tweeted, hashtag eat em up cat. A little weird. Little really weird. a cool gesture. A cool gesture, but if I'm an SFA player, I'm thinking, eh, I don't really know about that. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want Coach Keeler tweeting, uh, Axe and Jacks. True, but you got to support your Waxion brothers. You know, Waxion, we're no longer Southland, so it's the Waxion you're brothers. Mr., you're Mr. Root for your conference. I, I, I never got that. I That's think, like me as a Cowboys fan going, ah, you know, we didn't make the playoffs, but I'm rooting for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I, th- I think it's or, a little... Okay, Texas and Texas a and Yeah, I, I don't oh. know. I feel like if they were in the same conference, you know, I'd be oh. proud of them. They're representing, oh. See, they're representing the Wax. I, I totally disagree. I, I want no success out of anyone who beat me <laughs> at all. Because my thing is... When when people hate on the Southland, they're representing the whole conference, and we're the team that's representing the Southland, and we're showing everybody we can do it. We're representing everybody. So you know, he he came and supported us. I support the people, and now I'm, I support the Waxion, our Waxion brothers. But uh, yeah, it, it's a crazy fall season. We we still got two more games for all that, and uh, we ain't done yet. James Madison, big game. It's gonna be really fun on ABC on at Saturday at. That sounds so weird hearing you say that we're that. You're really promoting a game that we're playing on ABC. Hey, I mean that's a, I mean ABC is like ABC. Like wait that's till the channel. Wait till Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman are commentators. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might even have you know the college game day. College game day. Curb Herb Street. Are they putting the Sammy head on? I don't oh, know. God, that would be so cool. I, I saw that Corso. He they did do an FCS pick them in the fall or not uh, a few years ago. And oh he, well, he no, has it, picked. It James. was too, well. It was it was South Dakota State. 
and North Dakota State had game day two years ago, yeah. last season, and then uh, they went to James Madison yeah. one time. And, and he, he came, hit James Madison. Well, he came out dressed as James Madison, yeah. like the, the former United States president. So he has some history with James Madison, but I hope he would put on a Sammy head. Oh, but we can awesome. only we can only hope. That'd be awesome. But before we go into the the playoff scores, we have some NFL talk, and before we get into you know we have some bad news on my part. Ooh. We're gonna play a little game. Ooh. We're gonna have some fun first before I hit the breaking news, and that is uh, in the theme of Star Wars in May the fourth. You know we have our you have some famous Star Wars yep. characters, yep. and I thought it'd be cool if we if we compare the character to an NFL quarterback. And this could be past or present, but mostly present. We want to stick with the more recent people. And we're sorry, you know, if you're not a Star Wars fan, uh, you should be, because Star Wars is is an awesome story, and, and me and Dalton are uh, definitely big fans. Yeah, so starting off, Humph, I'm going to ask you, who would be, out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and a few in the past, who is Obi-Wan Kenobi? Now, Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you don't know, he was uh, he kind of trained the the chosen one, one of the better of the Jedi, which okay. are the good guys, okay. the old head, the old master. He he was the top dog around the Jedi. He was very skilled and wise. And uh, so Obi Wan Kenobi, who is your quarterback? Uh, you know, okay, so it's gonna be a, it's probably a guy that you know is probably retired. Uh, he's gonna be an all time great because Obi Wan is is obviously a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. Um, I'm gonna have to go Drew Brees. Uh, I think that's pretty. You know. Who doesn't like Drew Brees? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's the guy. And uh, he's just retired. You know, Obi-Wan, he got old uh, in, in the Star Wars series. He, he actually passed away. But one of the all-time greats, uh, you know, Drew Brees, future Hall of Famer. Everybody loves him. One of the all-time greats. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good I think, comparison. I think something cool, too, with Drew Brees and Obi-Wan is, you know, he's got his wins a few times. But at the end of the day, he couldn't get it done against the big dog, Could the villain, Darth Vader. He, he gets killed by Darth Vader. So, uh Kind of Drew Brees gets his one Super Bowl, but maybe, at the end of the maybe day, that's foreshadowing Uh-oh. a little bit later in this conversation. Uh-oh. I don't know. Okay, so uh, next up for you is the goat of the of the original trilogy, and that's Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Luke Skywalker. He he was a there was a guy that was named the chosen one at first, Anakin Skywalker, and then a few generations later, Luke Skywalker comes around, the real chosen one, the hero of the story. He kills the bad guy at the end of the day, and he's the guy that walks away with the sun shining on his head. So Luke Skywalker, I, I don't even have to think about this one, Dalton. This, this, this one's pretty easy. I, I'm I'm definitely saying Patrick Mahomes right here. Oh. I mean, who doesn't love Patrick Mahomes? He you know comes into the NFL, freaking lights it on fire. Uh, he's the NFL's baby. I mean, if there's, if the NFL goes longer than a week without posting something about Patrick Mahomes, something's wrong. Uh, yeah. If he, you know, <laughs> I mean, when he goes to the bathroom, they're they're all over it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so, to Luke Skywalker, Patrick Mahomes, I feel like that is pretty. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty. Pretty spot on. I mean, that's an easy pick, Luke Skywalker. Kind of the the the, the golden child, Patrick Mahomes, right below him. Next up, we have uh, we talk about good guys. Now we have the villain, Darth Vader. Ooh. Started off oh, this is easy. as as a great know. character, yeah. as as a hero, and then slowly started becoming a little evil. He started going to the dark side. Then he becomes Darth Vader, this giant villain. He's murdering Jedi, and uh, at the end of the day, Luke Skywalker defeats him. But you know, Luke Vader. I, if, no spoilers. I know this is old, but Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's. Father, <laughs> this is perfect. Who is it? It's it's Tom Brady. Oh it's my Tom goodness. Brady. I mean, I mean, Darth Vader. Okay, you said that he defeated Obi Wan Kenobi, who was Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had a better career than Drew Brees. He yeah. just did. Darth Vader, Drew Brees. You got Luke Skywalker, the up and coming Patrick Mahomes. But Uh-oh. at first, at first, Darth Vader. Okay, 
He kind of whoops up on Luke Skywalker, okay? Cuts off his hand, tells him he's his father out of nowhere. He had no idea. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Mahomes. He, I mean, is Mahomes? Is this foreshadowing Mahomes' career? Is he gonna? Is he gonna be? The, is he gonna dethrone Tom Brady? And I think Star Wars lore says Mahomes will be better than Tom Brady. Put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. Now the two also. We're gonna have to archive this because when that happens, we're it, it was all it was all due to Star Wars. <laughs> With Darth Vader, he has been he's been named in a couple different lists. The greatest villain of all cinema history. Tom the Brady, GOAT. the greatest Double villain GOAT. of all football history. There it is. Now, next up, the last one for you is Han Solo. Now, Han Ooh. Solo, he's the gunslinger. He's got a little smart mouth. He gets the women. He's the handsome man. <laughs> he uh, he never misses. He's always there. And he's he's, he's Luke's friend. You know, maybe same, uh, same, same AFC? Same AFC? Dalton. Han Solo. Dalton, I, I, I wanted this to be harder, but every description you're giving me is, is putting a spinning image of someone in my head. Han Solo is Josh Allen. Oh, man. I mean, Josh Allen, dude. Who doesn't love him? Everybody wants Han Solo to be the guy. He's not the guy, but he could be the guy. Yeah. You know? And I he's, mean, the, he's the gunslinger, the Harry, loud mouth. Harrison Ford, great actor. Han Solo, that's big time. I mean, Lord, he's Indiana Jones in another world. <laughs> Josh Allen. Will one day win a Super Bowl? I guarantee that. I guarantee Josh Allen will win a Super Bowl. I mean, you said it. This this next Super Bowl, possible Bills. Han Solo got his own movie, a solo, if you oh. will. One day, Josh Allen will get his solo. Wow! Look at I'm you. I'm so proud of that right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of that. All right. Next up, we have, and we already talked about Darth Vader. But we have Anakin Skywalker, but I'm going to take over this one because okay. I know the answer. Okay. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, this is before he became Darth Vader. He was the chosen one. He was the guy, the most talented Jedi, the one who bet, was going to change everything. I bet I can guess everything. where you're going with this. Oh, you know. I bet I can guess. But uh, he's not well liked. He's not. Uh, he kind of gets a little dark. Ding, ding, He gets ding. a little evil. And maybe he wants to leave or retire. He might be coming, becoming Darth Vader by next week. Oh, no. Anakin Skywalker is Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I yep. mean, he's, the, he's one of the most talented, but uh, he, he doesn't always win. That's a shame. He doesn't have good people around him, just like Anakin Skywalker. And uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit. He's kind of going down the dark road a little bit. Yeah. Maybe Darth Vader. Maybe he joins the dark side and goes somewhere else. We're going to touch up on that right after this. But uh, Anakin Skywalker is Aaron Rodgers. The next one, and this one was another one I'm taking because this is easy. Emperor Palpatine. This guy, he was the he was the supreme chancellor. Everybody, he was the leader, and uh, nobody knew that under under the skin he was evil. He had electricity power. He ruled the dark side. He was all the Sith. I mean, Emperor Palpatine is Bill Belichick, right? Oh yeah. I mean, if we're going off of the quarterback thing, like, and we're changing it, it could be anybody. That Bill Belichick is. Definitely Palpatine. And I've seen pictures. I, I know people have photoshopped him in, in, in a cloak with the hood with, on. With like a dark hood. And yeah. Like, yeah. So that's an easy pick, especially with Tom Brady. And then another one, Yoda, the, the, the old master, the guy. Everyone likes Yoda. Everyone likes Yoda. And he's talented. He always gets it done. He's, he trained Luke. He's helped train Anakin. He helped train Obi-Wan. I mean, Yoda's Peyton Manning, right? Yoda is Peyton Manning. I mean, you know, in his older age, he's still one of the like most important figures. That's Peyton Manning in all these commercials he does. Yeah. You know, you still see him. Uh, he didn't. He, you know, he got outlived by Darth Vader, who is Tom Brady. Uh-oh. So it's perfect. And I mean, they've had some great. All... They've had some great matchups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then finally, we have Chewbacca, the Wookie, the oh, big oh. hairy friend of Han Solo. I mean, I think uh, I think big. 
I think Harry, and I, I see this man have a beard all the time, and he's, he's, and he's well-liked. Chewbacca is well-liked. He's my favorite character. So, of course, should I pick Aaron Rodgers being my favorite character? <laughs> no. Chewbacca, Big Ben. It's very oh, similar. Oh, yeah. Ben, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. He, he's I like big that. and slow. I like that. He never misses. Yeah. I mean, I mean really, Kind of a goofball. A yeah, bit. really yeah. goofy. Yeah. But loyal. He's yeah. been with his boys forever. Yeah. He's going to stick. He just like Chewbacca stuck with Han Solo. I love that. I love so, that. So, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. That was fun. I enjoyed I mean, that. That was pretty easy. I enjoyed that. Did you see, hey, if you, if you follow our social media... Dalton actually uh, did a little edit today of, of some May the 4th Be With You uh, Sam Houston pictures with me being a Jedi, Dalton being a Sith. Uh-oh. I think that's pretty fitting. Um, Are we bitter rivals? I don't know about that. I just think I'm probably the protagonist of the show. You're probably the antagonist of the show. That's fair. But, but, every, mean, but every every good hero needs a good villain. That's true, but... I Personally, mean, I like villains better. With your cowboy takes, <laughs> you might be a villain. <laughs> but I I think... I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's up for debate, but every good villain... You know, has to have a hero, and every good hero has to have a villain. I mean, to be fair, and if you want, if y'all don't know what Star Wars is, you can look it up. I need you to look up a picture of Anakin Skywalker, and then I need you to look up a picture of Ryan Humphreys. Very similar. Uh, it's, it's similar. Now, people have said I look like young Obi Wan Kenobi. Thought maybe maybe Halloween one year. You Uh-oh. and I, you and I, link up for a little I mean, Halloween action. All right, stay. Maybe 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 uh, maybe next October. But enough of that. Star Wars, we love it. May the Force be with you. We hope you have a great holiday. But uh, we have some before we talk about the draft. Holiday. Oh, it's a holiday. <laughs> it's a big celebration. Hmm. Before we talk about the draft, and you have a little corner, of course, we have uh, some bad news. I don't want to talk about Ooh. it. I don't want to get in on it. I'll I'll defend him, of course. But Hump, we were talking about it with uh, old Anakin Skywalker, Anakin Rogers. So Humphreys, I want you to tell me what the situation is. And uh, you know I'll rebuttal, but let the people know what's going on with my boy Aaron Rodgers. Well, I want to I want to read a quote first from uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Terry Bradshaw, former Pittsburgh Steeler, QB great, QB legend, the three-time MVP in the league, and he's worried about the guy they drafted last year. And then if they fire their general manager, he'll come back. Are you kidding me, really, Aaron? That's that's where this is. That's coming from an all-time great QB, okay, a legend of the game. Mm. He's talking to Aaron Rodgers, and I, I've I have questioned Aaron Rodgers' character on this show multiple times, uh, and this all I mean this proves it. You know, he's just he's just selfish. He's arrogant, and and I know he's a great player. That's I'm not trying to I'm not trying to debunk that. He's I mean he won the MVP, well deserved last year, but. I mean, the guy is, he's all about himself. I mean, he is, he is so, he's almost like narcissistic. Like, he, he, he thinks that he is above everything that's going on. And I just, I mean, I'm all about helping your quarterback and, you know, helping your primetime players. But the Green Bay Packers made a decision last year. They have to roll with it. There's going to be life after, after Aaron Rodgers, and, and they have to prepare for that. But Aaron Rodgers is throwing a little, a little, little hissy fit. It seems like. I mean, he's he's threatening to retire. He's saying that you know, there's a five percent chance that I come back to this team. He's telling teammates that he's not going to be a Packer anymore. What what does that say about your your noble leader? I mean, I know he's won one Super Bowl, but there's probably a reason he hasn't won more, and it might be that right there. Well, this is what I have to say about that. Aaron Rodgers should have a bunch of Super Bowl rings, and he doesn't. And that's the Packers organization's fault. They haven't really helped. Now, 16 years. Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers for 16 years. And uh, it kind of started at the end of Mike McCarthy's coaching career in Green Bay. There was a lot of tension. A lot of times Aaron Rodgers wouldn't even listen to the play call. He'd go and do his own thing. It's a little little drama. I get it. I understand. And then 
He's one of the big things, and I was reading about this. Jay Kumro, one of our receivers last year, and he was he was a low of the depth chart. But he was, explain this to me because I saw this about like a death kneel or something. Yeah, I, I, explain that to me. So Jay Kumro was a receiver from Wisconsin Whitewater, same as the gut. They oh, got cool. drafted this year. Cool. Uh, he was a low guy. We picked him up. I think he was a, a undrafted free agent, a practice squad guy, but he started doing really well. He started balling. He did great in special teams, or not special teams, in a preseason. And Aaron Rodgers had a great relationship with him. And, and he started playing a lot. He was kind of our third, fourth receiver on the depth chart, getting in during the games, making some clutch catches. And Aaron Rodgers was really high on him. And he even, he even praised him to the upper management, to the guys up there. And the next day they released him. And so people say that that was a death kneel to the whole relationship because that shows that they don't care about Aaron Rodgers' opinion. They didn't care what he feel. And then right after that, he tells them, we need a receiver. We need to draft a receiver. This was a great draft class last year. There's a lot of good guys. We need somebody. And the first round, they go and get Jordan Love. Now, I get it. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a lot of years left as a quarterback. I understand that. But Jordan Love is not a first-round draft pick. He's not. It's clear he wasn't. There were better quarterbacks. He was going to fall maybe second or third, and we picked him first round. Okay, that's fine. But we didn't draft a receiver at all that draft. And that's just disrespectful to, a, to an offense that – and he even showed this year. He was the MVP of the league. We went to the NFC Championship. He showed he still had it. But they, they're refusing to help him out. Now, I understand his frustration. And I'm not worried about if he leaves. Because, look, here's the end of the day. We weren't going to give him a new contract anyways because his career is coming to an end. And if he wants to leave, we're getting a big trade out of it, at least. We're going to get some Deshaun-type deals. So I'm kind of okay with it. I understand. I think Aaron Rodgers, just like Tom Brady. I mean, look at Tom Brady. He's going to the Bucs, and he wins the Super Bowl. So, of course, Aaron Rodgers is going to see that. Well, he wants to do that, too. If he goes somewhere and wins a Super Bowl on another team, I'm going to be proud of him. He deserves it because we've kind of been disrespecting him for a while. And uh, his career is coming to an end. I understand that. If he wants to walk off with a different team, okay, he's still going to retire as a Packer. He'll be in, the, in, in our ring of honor. His number is going to be retired, all of that. But it's frustrating. I understand what he's going through. He has one Super Bowl ring and considered a GOAT in the NFL. There's, there's something he's got to give. Is, is it his receivers? Is it him? I don't know. There's been a lot of drama with his family and how he, how he treats people. But Aaron Rodgers is a good guy. I know it. I believe in my man. If he wants to go, he can go. I think we're going to work it out. I don't know if the GM has to get fired for all that to happen. We're going to see. But uh, I believe in my guy. I think we're all going to be fine. Now, Humph, let me ask you this. There's three places that most people have said Aaron Rodgers will most likely end up. 49ers, the Raiders, and uh, I think the, and the Broncos, Denver Broncos. Humph, out of those three, which, is your, which would you prefer? You know, San Francisco's close to home. That's where he wanted to go originally before they picked Alex Smith. And uh, I was thinking about this. Let's have Aaron Rodgers be ahead of a 20-year-old Trey Lance. And we're going to talk about the draft in a little bit. Let Trey Lance develop under Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that could work out. The, the Raiders is a great pick. The Broncos, like Peyton Manning, go and walk off there. Humph, how do you feel about those three opinions? What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he's going to stay at Packers? Is he going to leave? How do you feel about this whole situation? Uh, well, I would say, first off, you know, the 49ers, I, I guess, makes the most sense just because of the – you know that's that's that was his favorite team growing up and, and all that jazz. But unless they're willing to trade Trey Lance to the Packers, that's not happening. They're not going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and some draft picks. It would have to be Trey Lance, and I don't think the Niners would do that. Um, so they're out. Uh, and then Las Vegas, eh, I don't I don't know how much of a Super Bowl contender that is, and I don't know how much Denver is either. But I do know that Denver 
is a quarterback away from a great offense. I mean, they got weapons. Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, Melvin Gordon. They just drafted uh, uh, Javante Williams in, in the draft. And so they, they're close to a great offense. And then they've got Von Miller on defense. So, And they just drafted Patrick Sartain. I mean, so Denver, Denver is probably – they're probably Aaron Rodgers away from making the playoffs. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd, I'd probably say that. Uh, now, to answer your next question – and I'm not even being I'm not even being jokingly biased here because I know I gave you a hard time about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he will be a Green Bay Packer next year. I don't know if he will play with any team next year, but if he does, I do not see it as the Green Bay Packers. It just seems like all the reports I've I've read, I've heard, and now, granted, I'm I'm not any of the sources, so I'm only seeing what is being released as far as information. But it sounds like he's on the way out the door, and he's already got one foot. In the parking lot. Yeah, the damage was already done, and he's had enough. Three strikes and you're out, and he he's out the door. And it kind of, I mean, Dalton, you know, you talked about what his relationship was with them last year. He goes out, wins an MVP. They don't win the Super Bowl. They don't get him any help. Kind of seems like the ultimate mic drop. Hey, I'm me. I'm doing this. I won the MVP. What, I mean, no Super Bowl to show for it, for, for yeah. the Packers organization. And so now... I think he's kind of think he's kind of calling his hand. Whether I agree with that or not, uh, that's what he's doing. And, and you know, it depends on what side of the fence you're on. But I mean, he's he's definitely he's got the uh, he's got the pocket aces on this. And another thing too that I was reading, and I don't know if you saw this, but on draft day, the 49ers called about trading for Aaron yep. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers told them to take that trade, and the Packers GM said, "No, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers. He made it public. We're not trading Aaron Rodgers." So that's more problems. Do we see maybe Aaron Rodgers sits out, not going to play, pull a Deshaun before everything happened with Deshaun? I don't know. But look, Hump, and I, we've talked about this before. You kind of got mad at me. I'm a Packers fan. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. So I love Aaron Rodgers. He's done great for my team. But at the end of the day, if he goes, I'm still going to be a Packers fan. So I got to do what's best for the team. And if he leaves, if he retires, great. I'm glad he retires. I don't want to see him in another jersey. But if he goes and wins a Super Bowl somewhere else, I'll be proud of him. I'm still a Packers fan for life. It's a I tough deal. That. I respect that. It's a tough deal, but you know we've been disrespecting him, and, and that's and if he needs to walk, you do your thing. Like show show them that you're not afraid to walk. But I hope he doesn't. I want him to stay. We got it. We got a nice team. We're gonna do good. But Humph, enough of the Packers. I don't want to hear about how how we're struggling because we have the draft that happened. We did a little yeah. mock draft. We're a little off, we but were way we off. We but hit, I think everybody was off. We hit some key ones. I I had I was right with the 49ers pick. You had some really smart picks. So Humph, this is your time. I want you to talk to me about the draft. Some surprises, some wins, some losses, and then fantasy football. Yep. Which teams have a fantasy football? You know, which teams have a good player? Which team maybe not so much? This is your time. This is all draft, all humph. Tell me what were some wins, losses, and some some good picks, bad picks. It's your time. Here we go. Okay, so I'll just I'll just start at the top. Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, everyone in the world knew that was going to happen. Great pick. I think that Trevor Lawrence is. Man, I don't want to call him a sure thing, but he's as sure of a thing since Peyton Manning. And I believe that. And I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're my Cinderella team for the next five years. I'm going to be a Jags fan. I love Trevor Lawrence. I loved him at Clemson, and I'm going to love him uh, at the Jaguars. Do we call them the Jaguars anymore, or are they the, are they the Jacksonville-Clemson Tigers? Oh, my because goodness. Because their later first-round pick, and, and I, don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I love this player, but they took Travis Etienne. Uh, a little bit of a college reunion in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Clemson teammates, legendary duo. Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, uh, 
man, talk about a slap in the face to James Robinson, mm-hmm. the rookie undrafted free agent. Most scrimmage yards of all time from a rookie undrafted free agent. They go out and get a another running back. Uh, and I know that NFL teams are going to that running back by committee style, but the fantasy football in me hates this move. I, I don't know how sure I am in James Robinson anymore. I don't know how sure I am in Travis Etienne. I think they'll both be great football-wise, but as far as getting enough workload to be a star fantasy football player, I don't know. Okay, moving on, Zach Wilson to the Jets. They're the Jets. Uh, I don't know how good they'll be. I think the Jaguars will be better than the Jets this year, but for whatever reason, Zach Wilson is the second quarterback taken. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how Dalton feels about that, but New York was short of it. They got their new golden boy. They said deuces to Sam Darnold. Zach Wilson is your New York Jet quarterback. Coming into the third pick, Trey Lance. You and I called it. Mm-hmm. We said it was going to happen. Uh, you know, when they when they gave the X-Nay to Justin Fields, I knew they weren't taking Mac Jones over Trey Lance. Come <laughs> on, man. Come on, man. Trey Lance's ceiling is as high as anyone in this draft, including Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I said it. That is a hot take. Uh-oh. I love Trey Lance. He's an FCS player. I freaking love it. I hope the dude does great. Whether, I mean, you know, NFC, whatever, San Francisco going against my Cowboys, I don't care. I hope Trey Lance is very successful. I love the kid. I, 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 I mean, God, he's the same age as us. How cool is that? That is crazy. Good Lord, he can't drink crazy. a beer. I mean, I can drink a beer, and he can't. And he's getting drafted third overall in the NFL draft. Crazy. Kyle Pitts, boy. Ooh. I'm going to skip right to fantasy football. Draft Kyle Pitts. The Atlanta Falcons, from a fantasy standpoint this year, Matt Ryan throwing to Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. Come on, man. So baby. we'd be nervous about the Falcons. No, their defense is oh. disgustingly bad. I mean, they <laughs> – I actually saw a funny tweet, Dalton, and it said it, – it, it, it talked about those guys. talking about Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. And it said, who's stopping this offense? And someone quoted it and said, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, you know, there's been some tra- trade talks surrounding Julio Jones. I feel like, uh, you know, if you if you watch the Houston Texans, they learned their lesson. Don't trade oh, Hall no. of Fame receivers. Um, Speaking of the Texans, no first round or no second, second round. round. Yeah, I, can't, I, I was asking all my Texans friends at practice, like, hey, uh, who – who you guys drafted Yikes. tonight? Uh, Coach Merkins was not happy about that. Uh, of course, he had to try to turn it into a Cowboys thing, as everyone does, but no one cares what the Houston Texans are doing, Dalton. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, boo, boo, boo. The worst pick in the draft right here. Boo, boo, the worst boo. pick in the draft. Jamar Chase, great player, number one receiver in this class, in my opinion. But the Cincinnati Bengals decide to forego taking the uh, – the surest thing in this draft, and that is a absolute freak of nature, dominant offensive lineman. Hey, Dalton, their quarterback tore their ACL last year. You remember that correctly? I mean, he got beat up. The number one pick in the draft, their their franchise quarterback tore his ACL. You remember that, right? Yes. Let's go get a receiver. Let's go get a receiver. Now I love the reunion. I love the reunion. Obviously, Joe Burrow had lots to do with that that pick. Uh but I'd have to tell Joe to sit down, and we're going to take the offensive <laughs> lineman. This off Penny Soul had Heisman votes, Dalton, as an offensive lineman. Mm. I'm moving on. Jalen Waddle, Alabama receiver. Alabama dominated this first round. I mean, good lord, every other pick was an Alabama Crimson Tide member. Jalen Waddle to the Miami Dolphins. 
Dolphins had a great draft. I love this. I love this pick. Uh, his pro comparison was Tyreek Hill. Wow. Anytime, anytime, anytime your pro comparison is Tyreek Hill, you're obviously a freak of nature athlete. Penny Sewell, he goes to the line, steal from them. You, did you see their draft room after this pick? I oh, mean, yeah. literally yelling. Oh, yeah. And this is coming from the bite the knee guy, you know, real football guy. I know you like him. Yeah, break glass. They, I know they, Jared Goff is happy, too. They were freaking out. I mean, they were freaking out. Uh, Carolina, they take J.C. Horn. A little surprise there. I thought they'd go receiver or trade back. Uh but that was that was the first that was one of the guys the Cowboys wanted. Uh oh. And then the next guy the Cowboys wanted was Patrick Sartain. And I mean, I'm a little surprised Alabama did not take uh and I don't want to say his name, but I'm surprised they didn't take someone else. But they take Pat Sartain. And as a Cowboy fan sitting at 10, I'm like, dang, man, trade the pick. Trade the trade back. We didn't get either guy we wanted. Trade the pick. That's exactly what we did. We traded to the Eagles, which I thought was weird. Uh-oh. But We're working together. But the Giants were 11, and so it really didn't matter who we trade with. They were both gunner for Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner. This is a great pickup for the Eagles. They needed a receiver, and they needed someone else to compliment Jalen Hurts, and so I like the pick there. But in return, the Dallas Cowboys got a free third-rounder, which I think was awesome. Great job, Dallas Cowboys. The next pick, traded up from the Chicago Bears. They pick Justin Fields. Here it is. Wow. One of my favorite picks of all three draft days. You think this is going to work out? I I pray that it works out. I don't know why Justin Fields. I don't know why Justin Fields fell out of the top five. I really don't. Now rest in peace, Andy Dalton. That was short lived. That was short lived. Oh, yeah. That was short lived. That did not age well. Poor guy. And and they're saying he's going to be the starter from day one. I don't know. A lot of people know. are saying that Justin Fields might be the best quarterback in the NFC North if Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, ah, uh, I mean that's Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins. I uh, I might take Justin Fields. Uh-oh. Fire up the Allen Robinson hype train fantasy football stonks. Ooh, Let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you because he's having good numbers with freaking Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. Stonks. The twelfth pick, which I thought could have been one of the the better picks in the first round. Uh, Micah Parsons to the Dallas Cowboys. Now. What I want to say, and, and you and I talked about this, do I think the Cowboys need a linebacker? Probably not. Do I think Micah Parsons is you know, maybe the best defensive player in this draft? Probably. I, I think a lot of people had him as a top, top five talent uh, in this draft, as the number one defensive talent in this draft. And so it kind of reminded me of the CeeDee Lamb situation from last year. Do we need this guy? No. Can we believe that he fell to us? No. So we're going to take him. And, and the Cowboys finished 31 uh, in rush defense last year, so you can't have enough tacklers on, on your team. And I saw a lot of people talking about that Michael Parsons would be the defensive rookie of the year. You know, Sean Lee retired. Lake Van seems to uh, struggle with uh, his health. And so uh, I like the pick. We've got uh, Rashawn Slater getting picked by the Chargers. Great offensive tackle uh, pickup there. Uh, the Jets, they trade up, get uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Good job getting offensive lineman for your new Zach Wilson quarterback. <sighs> it, it, was, it was in the stars, Dalton. It was happening. Bill Belichick was definitely picking up Nick Saban's son, <laughs> uh, Mac Jones. Tom I Brady mean, Jr. I mean, Lord, the, the unathletic, big-name quarterback. Uh, man. Another twenty years of greatness from the Patriots. So, so you like Mac Jones on the Patriots? You think is you think this is going to work out? I hated Mac Jones as the third pick. I love Mac Jones as the fifteenth pick to the New England Patriots. Is he instantly a starter? Do you think Cam Newton might have, might compete a little bit? 
Ah, you, I mean, you can see it on my face. I think Cam Newton's done. Cam Newton is, is, is you know, what an incredible career, but I just, I think he's taken too many hits in his life. And I think, I think sooner or later it will be Mac Jones, and sooner rather than later. Uh, but moving on, I see a lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of eh, players right here. Zayvon Collins. Alex Leatherwood going 17 is is a crazy pick for me. Offensive tackle from Alabama because he's good, but he was he kind of fell. I didn't think in the rankings. Apparently he had a bad senior yeah, role, like a terrible senior He did. Role. And in, in the rankings of offensive tackles, he was kind of low. To be ranked first, and I, I had him in our, in our mock draft first round, but I didn't really believe in it. I didn't think it was going to happen, and it did. I don't know about the Raiders. Now, the, the Cardinals taking Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. He's a good outside linebacker, but the Cardinals are—they uh, are stonking up their defense. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah. My, my I, Cardinals uh, yeah. might be a threat. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jalen Phillips, Jamin Davis, uh, Kadarius Tony out of Florida, New York Giants pick up a another playmaker. Uh, he's kind of a—I don't know—kind of a screen reverse receiver. Doesn't really not a really great receiver, but at least they're trying to get some weapons. Uh, Quitty Pay to the Colts. I love that pick. Caleb Farley, you know, he had some injury stuff. Uh, obviously, the Tennessee Titans are not concerned. The uh, Minnesota Vikings get Christian Derenshaw, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Najee Harris to the Steelers. I called it. This is the fantasy move of the entire NFL draft. Najee Harris has first-round, second-round potential in drafts. Wow. Just because of Just because of the, the sheer workload that he's about to receive as a Pittsburgh Steelers. Is it someone you would draft? No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Uh, I don't know that I'll be able to get him just because, I, you know, I do have the number one pick, so I'm not going to take him number one. And then I have Jonathan Taylor already, so I've kind of got my, my, young, my young stud running back. But if there's a guy that I could say has Jonathan Taylor potential out of this class, it's Najee Harris, no question. Next pick, Travis Etienne. We already talked about it. That surprised me. Uh, the Browns get Greg Newsom. Cornerback, they needed it. Rashad Bateman. I love the first-round pick from the uh, Baltimore Ravens here to get Lamar Jackson a WR1. I love it. I think that, uh, you know, all the uh, – if this works out, I think all the uh, Lamar Jackson is a running back haters will, will kind of have to kind of have to shut up. I, I like this pick. I like Rashad Bateman. Also, too, the Ravens have uh, beefed up their offensive line. Yep. They drafted a few late. Uh, ben yep. Cleveland from Georgia is one of them, is a monster of a man. Yep. So uh, they, they're getting ready to have another run. I can't remember who it was, but they signed a big offensive lineman today. I, I'm – I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look at that. But uh, you 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 can, I'll let you have. Uh, or wait, Peyton Turner out of Houston. That was a bit of a reach. I heard. Uh, I don't really know much yeah. about him. You're a Houston Cougar guy. I don't. I didn't even really know the guy. I'll be honest. Uh, I'll let you talk about the next pick. Eric Stokes, Georgia corner. Apparently, he's an uber athlete. But Dalton. Yeah, great athlete. Runs about three four three four four. Oh, hey, can't can't coach that. He's a stud. I don't like this pick. I definitely want a receiver. I think we could have gotten Eric Stokes in the second round, but. He's gonna be great to you know Kevin King kind of struggled and and he we saw kind of struggled yeah kind of struggled Ooh. we saw it against Tampa Bay Mike Evans was having a game Jair Alexander and Eric Stokes uh, with each other it's gonna be a good little combo I like this pick could we have gotten him later okay we did get a receiver in Amari Rogers later from Cleveland or uh, Clemson love that pick love Amari we, we got we have love our receiver. I think he's gonna fit well Devonte Adams so we did get a good receiver so I'm okay with that, getting a corner first round. Didn't know how I felt about it at first, but he's an athlete. I like this pick. Uh, I think the Packers had a good draft. Gregory Russo out of Miami going to Buffalo. Great pick. Uh, Odafe Oa. Uh, he actually 
Is he the one that his name was like Jason Owa, and then he said that he wanted to go by his actual name? That's funny. Freak of nature athlete out of Penn State. Penn State had a had a big time first round showing with Mike Parsons and Odafe Owa. Uh, he's going to Baltimore. Baltimore's always got some crazy outside linebacker athlete. I mean, they they they're known for that. And then uh, Tampa Bay, I actually kind of expected them to trade out of this because they re-signed their entire team. Uh, but Joe Tron out of Washington, outside linebacker, good pick. You know, whatever. Don't know a lot about him. But uh, are there any late-round picks that you liked? I wanted to talk about the Cowboys getting Jabril Cox. Uh, I love that pick. North Coast State. I love that pick. I think that's. I think that was, uh, outside of Michael Parsons, I think that was their best pick of the draft. I loved it. Another player talking to FCS, our, our, our offensive lineman, Dylan Redunes, yep. goes to the Titans. Yep, I think that's a great cool. pick. That's great. Uh, Derek Henry's going to be happy about that. Oh, Lord, yeah. Two players we talked about that uh, quarterbacks I wanted to bring up. Kellen Maud to the Vikings. Now Weird. I know, no, I know you're not a Kellen Maud guy. Weird. Do you see him maybe getting competing in the training camp, or do you think he's going to be a backup? Not this year. Um, but the, the, here's why I say it's weird. Not because I talk crap about him or whatever, but him and Kirk Cousins are polar opposite play styles, in my opinion. And usually, I, I like I like backup quarterbacks that can that can kind of emulate the starting quarterback, Kyle Trask, Tom Brady. Ooh, that's a great pick. That's a I great love pick. that pick. You, you you mean to tell me I get to I get to bank on Kyle Trask learning from from the goat mm-hmm. and and we're gonna struggle in a couple years anyways. Whenever Tom Brady retires, Tampa Bay is gonna suck. They've put all their marbles into that basket. But go ahead and mold your next guy. I love that pick. Another quarterback is our boy Sam Ellinger. Oh, the Indianapolis Colts. I wanted him to be a Cowboy. Very late, but that was expected. A lot of good quarterbacks in the draft. I'm glad he's at the Colts. I like the Colts. Uh, do they use him as a Taysom Hill? Like I've been preaching. I mean, I could see him being a kind of a running, catching quarterback. You Taysom Hill like, especially with the offensive line at Indianapolis. Kind has. of a a more athletic tight end, a little, I, a little yeah. wildcat action. I think he'd be good, but maybe I he'd think that's a great fit. Carson Wentz gets gets hurt once in a while. Maybe he goes <laughs> in the next one too, and, and this one's kind of weird. Ian Book to the New Orleans Saints. How do we feel about they that? They picked him over Sam Ellinger. Next, but is Skip. he gonna, is he going to play? Garbage. Saints no, don't have you. a lot of quarterbacks. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about Notre Dame. You pick Notre Dame one time to beat Clemson. They beat Clemson's backup quarterback. Get the Irishman out of here. We like Ian I don't even Book. care. Ian Go Book lose to Alabama good. in the semifinals. Ian Book's a great quarterback. Houston, they drafted a quarterback. What does that tell you? Uh, Tells man. me that uh, a certain someone David will not Mills. be playing this year. But how, did, how does Tyrod Taylor feel? I know he was probably expecting to be the guy. Now all of a sudden he's facing... And David Mills, we didn't that really dude, talk about that him, but dude has had that dude has had the most unlucky NFL career of all time. I want it, I want it to work out for Tyrod Taylor. I hope the Texans win the Super Bowl because of Tyrod Taylor. But we never know that the investigation isn't over yet. Maybe Deshaun will come out innocent. Maybe he'll play. I hope he comes out innocent. I just don't see him playing in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I just or don't for I, the Texans. Either I don't way. see him playing for twenty twenty yeah. one. But the draft really fun. We we were kind of right, missed some, got some right. The, the future of the NFL is here. We have our quarterbacks. We have our, our our tight end, the highest drafted tight end ever. That's really cool. But uh, enough of the NFL. Don, we've had a long episode today. Oh we're, yeah, we're, we're rolling. Today. Yeah, we're doing we're doing really good. But we're not done yet. We ain't done. We ain't yet done yet. Walk on radio ain't done yet. Let's talk about the 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 playoffs. Let's talk about the real college playoffs, oh, yeah. Dalton. The, re- you the real FB- football. You think FBS is watching this and going, huh? That's pretty neat. Well, they should. That, that's pretty neat. Because people is are fun. talking about it. This people, is fun. People are saying how much fun this well, is. What this would be like if we had eight, eight or twelve or sixteen or twenty-four teams. Now, I did see. I don't. I may have been Nick Saban. Somebody was talking about how bad of an idea it is to, to expand the playoffs because uh, something about it doesn't. It ruins the bowls and it doesn't. Okay. Bring well, them. you know what? Bowls are stupid. 
I hot agree. take. Bulls are stupid. That is that is. Not Why are we take. giving out rings for teams that go seven and six and win the All American Cheez Its Bowl? Whoa, whoa! Why are we doing that? Don't slander the Cheez It Bowl. <laughs> they get I the Cheez It back. It could be it could be the Powerade Chicken Express Bowl. Quit <laughs> giving out rings. Rings should mean something. You're diminishing people that win actual rings, conference championships, big bowls, national championships. You're diminishing. The award by giving out these 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 pity bowls. Yeah, and I'm all about the experience. I know that's what you're probably about to say, and I agree. The college, the student athlete experience should be something special, but we gotta have a sense of earning something around here, you know. So these these, why why are these five win teams, six win teams? Why do they get postseason play? What are we doing? Well, here's my thing. If you want to keep the bowl so bad, you make a, a playoffs, and then you just name the playoffs after a bowl. Easy. I, I fix. Agree. I, boom. Done. Now you get your cheese a bowl, but the money. winner moves on the next round to the to the Powerade Bowl. Poinsettia Bowl is the quarterfinals, and it's it's between it's between UCF and and whatever, Miami. I'm yeah. just spitting out teams. It's but. really simple. I hope they figure it out. But we have our playoffs, FCS playoffs, and starting it off, we were right. But I guess a little upset occurred. Delaware beat I Jacksonville guess. State twenty to fourteen, the fourth ranked uh, playoff seed. Well, you know, I, what an upset in my mind. I've been saying it. You've been saying it. I do not like Jacksonville State, uh, and I do like Delaware. I think Delaware matches up with a lot of, you know, they match up well with a lot of good teams. And uh, the Blue Hens are moving on to the Final Four. They have a big game. Our only pick them of the day because the other one is Sam Houston. And the other score is North Dakota beat or loses to James Madison 34 to 21. North Dakota put up a fight, but it was kind of James Madison run with the whole time. They just they didn't look like they had all year. You know, they 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 all year they've played hard nosed, like really given a lot of effort football. And I'm not saying they didn't give effort, but they just I don't know, they just kinda of like eh. Yeah. You know? James Madison, uh, like I said before, we've talked about them, kind of giving them hate, but they've proven themselves. Of course, they now come to Huntsville to play Sam Houston for a shot at the national championship. And finally, oh, South Dakota State versus Southern Illinois, the Salukis. They were close. They fought their hard outs, but they couldn't get it done. South Dakota State gets to win. But talk to me about this game because South Dakota State, they look good, but they look really good. Dalton, um, I want to side on the, on, the, on, the, on the side that this was because it's the second time they've played this season. Uh, South Dakota State beat Southern Illinois earlier in the year, forty-four to three. Okay, at one point in this game, it was like twenty-seven Salukis or something like that. I mean, uh, they were blowing them out. They they really had a shot to upset them at their place. Uh, and don't did you see the clip? Did you see the clip of the running back clearly running in the end zone? Oh my goodness! They roll him out at the one. Salukis rush to the line and get a playoff, and they end up getting stuffed on fourth down. Yeah, that would have. I don't want to say it would have sealed the deal, but boy, it would have made it tough on the Jackrabbits. That, that's a tough call to make. Jackrabbits go on to win. Jackrabbits move on to the Final Four. But I was definitely not impressed as a whole with the Jackrabbits. But, I mean, they got playmakers. They know, they know what they're doing. Their quarterback, Mark Gronowski, I mean, he you know he finished second in the uh, freshman of the year voting behind the Softlands, Cameron Ward, and Connor Word. Which we called. Which we called. Walking Coach right. of the Year was announced. Coach Virginia of the Year, Military DMI, we called. Uh, we're not going to be riding on Walter Payton, and I will die on that hill that it's Eric Schmid. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the Jackrabbits, they're deserving. They're the number one seed. They're going to get a home game in the Final Four. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see a little surprise this weekend, Dalton. Uh-oh. Well, speaking of surprises, here's our pick em. Delaware versus South Dakota State. You know, we have the great defense of Delaware. We've been talking about them forever. South Dakota State, they've been in a lot of our pickums. Great team, Missouri Valley. They've been getting it done. They are, they are the Missouri Valley champions. Delaware, 
It's a tough team to play. This is a tough matchup, but it's at South Dakota State. Winner goes in the national championship. They'll either face James Madison or Sam Houston State. Humph, who is your take for Delaware versus South Dakota State? So, so I gained one game on you last week in Pick'em. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm one game back going into... Here's the thing, Dalton. If we make the national championship, we won't have a Pick'em next week. Uh-oh. So, I got to tie it up right here, okay? So... I'm going to make you go first, and I'm going, to, I'm going to publicly say that I'm going against whatever Dalton, whatever comes out of Dalton's mouth. I don't know if that's what I'm going to truly believe, but I'm a winner. I'm always going to try to win, and so uh, i got to pick differently than him here. So, Dalton, you give your pick to the Blue Hens and the Jackrabbits. All right. Well, my pick is going to be Delaware. Oh! Yep. I, I think, just like a couple of, I think like my Salukis, I've, I feel like I've almost picked Delaware every time. Their defense is great. Their offense kind of struggles, but they were able to hold Jacksonville State to 14 points, which has a great offense. They, they, they score a lot of points. They do their thing. So Delaware, man, South Dakota State. And like you said, they played the Salukis twice. So maybe that was the reason. The Salukis have been kind of wishy-washy. I love my boys, but uh, you know they kept it up there with South Dakota State. I think if Delaware gets ahead, they're going to be able to stop South Dakota State. It's at home. Maybe maybe that's going to be a little bit of an advantage for them. But I'm going with the upset here. I'm going with the Blue Hens, the Fighting Keelers. And uh, hopefully, you know, we win the national – or not win the national championship, but we go there. And uh, if we get to play Delaware, we've talked about this before. Delaware would be awesome. Big story on the line. I think it would be really fun. But, you know, we got to win. Delaware's got to win. I'm taking Delaware. Humph, I guess that means you pick South Dakota State. But do you agree with it? How do you feel about that? I, I'm picking South Dakota State. And I think, I think in the grand scheme of things, I probably would have anyways. But I do like your Delaware pick. Their defense is legit. Uh, you know, they got the automatic qualifier coming out of the CAA. Uh, and so they got a chip on their shoulder. You know, they didn't get a seed. They probably felt like they should have been fourth. Uh, they march into Jacksonville State, beat them at their place. Uh, but I don't like the long plane ride to Alabama and then turn around on a short week and long plane ride to South Dakota. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Uh, as you and I know, traveling is hard. Thank God we've had this home field advantage in Hunts Vegas. Obviously, it has been it has been monumental. I mean, it's been it, I mean, to say that the home field thing hasn't helped us is crazy. Oh, yeah. Because it, it means everything. Look at North Dakota State. They've been playing all these playoff games at home. They finally go on the road and they lose. So it obviously means something. Uh, but I will take the Jackrabbits right here. I think their offensive line is a huge strong point on this team. And they can score. I don't know that Delaware has the offense to score on South Dakota's defense. I think these are two great defenses. I think this is one good offense and one really mediocre offense. So give me the freshman quarterback to the national championship. He's had one heck of a year. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully we see a Blue Hen and Bearcat national championship or, or a Jackrabbit and Bearcat national championship. Well, there it is. There's our pick for the, for the semifinals going to the national championship. Have a lot of the line. Big game for us. Like I said last week, I hope we come back next episode with great news that we're going to the ship. Any last words before we finish this off? Any last words for, for the Star Wars fans, for the football fans, the NFL fans? What do you got to say? Don, it is truly an exciting time to be a Bearcat. I, I, I hope nothing more than to next week for Walk On Radio to come on and explain how excited you and I are to beat James Madison and to go to the national championship. Don, maybe we can even film an episode in Frisco at the National Championship. I don't know, something. But I'm excited, Dalton. It, it, it's, it's awesome that you and I get to be a part of this of this journey. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Maybe we can do do something, a live walk-on radio podcast somewhere cool. at cool. you know at Frisco, at the, on the field. Maybe we do it on the field. Yeah. We do something, but, but we got to get there. We got a big game against James Madison. 
I'm really excited. You're very excited on ABC. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, come on, <laughs> talk, do the show for us. You know, come on the show and we'll talk to you about it. But uh, a lot on the line. You know, we got the draft. NFL's coming up. Fall season. A lot of things happening. But we got to finish off the. FCS hey, that spring is one season. thing about this FCS spring season. Boy, it ain't long until football starts up again. Oh, yeah. Good we'll Lord. Be, we'll be NFL's going to be rolling. I'm, I mean, my fantasy football draft is in two and a half months. Yeah, and we'll be doing previews pretty soon. we got a lot on the line. But like I said, we got to finish this off. And we got a big game. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. May the force be with you. May the fourth be with you. And we will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.